This is NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. NTL Now is brought to you by Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. NTL Now is also made possible by Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility in Troy. See them today for your brace and mobility needs for the injured athlete in your family. And by Mansfield University. See your future at Mansfield University by going online at mansfield.edu. Now let's join the hosts of NTL Now, along with Joe Carrion, here's Shane Wilbur. Welcome back, Northern Tier League sports fans, to another edition of the NTL Now podcast. Shane Wilbur here with you, flying solo this week. Joe Carrion, he's going to be out on assignment, so uh, hopefully we can catch up next week. But uh, for now, it is just me on this solo adventure and ready to go for another edition here of the Northern Tier League Now podcast. Now, I apologize. I know a lot of folks out there were wondering, hey, he got the podcast out early last week. What happened this week? Well, this week we had a lot of things going on a lot of moving parts here in the Northern Tier League. First, of course, we had to uh, wait for the North Sectional Brackets. That's right. Got a lot of wrestling talk coming up here a little bit later on in the podcast. And of course, uh, we had to wait on some NTL basketball discussion as well because of the NTL showdown and everything else that's coming up this week as well. So yes, I decided to uh, hold off a little bit, mainly because I wanted to wait for the wrestling brackets. That was the main reason uh, the basketball talk and everything, you know, just kind of uh, fell into my lap as the week went on. But uh, regardless, we've still got uh, a lot of stuff to cover this week, and we'll definitely get into uh, as much of it as possible, and hopefully uh, nothing gets left out along the way, because uh, I know everybody out there who's listening will uh, remind me if so. Now, you might notice, uh, yes, there is a little uh, rasp, a little hoarse in my voice this week. Ugh. I'll tell you what, if anybody out there in podcast land has been uh, suffering from this, I don't know, wintry head cold or something, yeah, okay, so that was another reason why I've kind of waited till the end of the week, because if I'd have put this thing out Monday or Tuesday, would not have been pretty, no, it would have been uh, very ugly, very drastic, and I'm sure a lot of fans out there just would not have enjoyed the listen, so be thankful I waited until Thursday, and uh, this is the best it's actually been uh, all week long, so yes, ready to go here uh, for this week's edition. And just a quick reminder to all of our area sports teams out there. Hey, are you guys having a fundraiser? Girls teams, boys teams, I don't care. Any kind of fundraiser you might be doing to help your booster club. Maybe you're trying to raise money for, you know, new uniforms, something like that. I don't know what it is. I mean, I'm sure there's all kinds of expenses and stuff that go on with athletics and whatnot. Hey, if you're having any type of fundraiser, make sure you get that information to us on the podcast. Just go to our Facebook page and NTL Now podcast, drop us a message with a flyer picture, something like that, just something so that we have, you know, the main points, you know, the uh, who's, the what's, the where's, the why's, the how's, what, you know, whatever it's benefiting, this and that. Still, just uh, make sure you get it to us. We'll be glad to talk about it uh, right here on the podcast, and I'm going to give you uh, a prime example uh, right now because actually uh, a couple of uh, Troy Sports teams have reached out uh, for some fundraiser information, and uh, well, we're going to promote that for you right here on the podcast first. Now, uh, the Troy Trojan track and field team, okay? They're going to be putting up a cornhole tournament going on at uh, Bradley Hall. That's out in Columbia Crossroads. This is going to be Saturday, February 22nd, okay? So a week from Saturday this week. Uh, This will be from 1 to 5, uh, Saturday the 22nd uh, out at Bradley Hall. Cost is $20 per person, uh, $40 per team. They will have cash prizes for the top three teams that come on out. Plus, of course, they're going to have uh, some other raffles as well. Looks like they're going to have some cornhole boards to raffle off and also uh, a custom chest as well. They're going to have foods and drinks available as well. So, yes, come on out. That's the Troy Trojan Track and Field uh, Cornhole Tournament going on out at Bradley Hall again. That's Saturday. February 22nd, and uh, also just kind of a special plug, I think my uh, friends at 673 Cornhole, which is uh, on Facebook, so if you see their page, 
7-3 cornhole. Uh, I think they're going to be the ones trying to uh, help out the Troy Trojan track and field team. So yeah, go to go to their Facebook page, 673 Cornhole, and uh, drop them uh, a quick like and uh, give them some love because those guys do some great things. They're really trying to get involved uh, with your area sports teams and such. That way they can uh, help provide uh, some cornhole fundraisers as well. So yeah, area sports teams. If you're looking for you know a cornhole fundraiser, get a hold of my buddies over there at 673 Cornhole. Uh, Jay and uh, Richard, they do some good things uh, with that group. Also, uh, coming up here later in the month, the Troy Trojan uh, girls basketball team is doing a spaghetti dinner. Now, this is actually being put on by the Lady Trojan, which uh, helps support girls basketball in Troy from kindergarten through 12th grade. Well, the uh, spaghetti dinner will be uh, February the 27th. Uh, This will be uh, spaghetti with or without meat sauce, salad, bread, dessert, beverages included. Uh, This will be uh, from 5 to 8 p.m. that evening. Cost is adults $8, children $5, uh, up to age 11. And they will also have takeouts available as well. So there you go. Uh, A couple of quick benefits there to talk about uh, here supporting our local NTL teams. Now, of course, as I said, hey, I don't care uh, where your uh, NTL team is. I don't care which NTL uh, sport it is. You let me know. You've got uh, a fundraiser going on. Get the information to Joe and myself. We will gladly talk about that because we want to help all of our area sports teams grow. Uh, uh, What the athletic competition is, no matter uh, what sport, what season, we are here to uh, help promote the Northern Tier League. So that's all in fun there. Okay, so coming up here on this week's edition of the podcast, this is what we have on tap, okay? There will be no coach interviews this week. I was going to try and get one lined up, but with the NTL showdown and kind of some mixed and match pieces going on this week, didn't really want to uh, get into the likes of bugging coaches, plus you know uh, a lot of the wrestling coaches getting their guys ready for sectionals. So I just figured it was probably better to uh, lay off the coach interviews this week. But we're still going to talk some basketball. We're going to talk uh, the showdown matchups. Uh, the uh, championships, of course, will be at Mansfield University. We'll also get into uh, the district brackets as well. Uh, we'll get uh, an update on those seedings. Plus, of course, District 4 this week uh, releasing kind of a tentative schedule on what it is they want to do as far as uh, you know next week's uh, schedule uh, being Tuesday through Saturday action as far as uh, Class A, 2A, 3, and 4A's uh, matchups. So, We'll give you kind of the outlook on what they got pinned up for that. And then, of course, uh, we'll also dive into the North sectional bracket because, well, the road to Hershey begins this Saturday. And if you think I am not stoked, you do not know me very well at all. So, (laughs) yes, I am giddy. I'm ready to go. I'm excited. And, uh, yes, it's definitely time to dive more into this podcast, that's for sure. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to step aside. We're going to thank our friends from Circle W Sports. And when we come back, we're going to start talking some Northern Tier League basketball. We've got some 1,000-point scorers to showcase. Plus, we're going to talk the uh, NTL showdown and, of course, uh, some updated district rankings as well. So that's all coming up right here on the NTL now podcast after this quick message from circle w sports growing up in a small town it's important to get your name out there if you want to play at the next level circle w sports helped me get the exposure i needed it's really been a one-stop shop for college coaches where they can go in there and they can find information about not only one player but the rest of our team guys that they might be thought they were interested in before they went to the website so circle w has really done that it links highlight films contact information and everything that the coach would need Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. Remember to follow the Northern Tier League online, ntlsports.com, and of course uh, on Facebook as well, Northern Tier League, and on Twitter too, at NTL Athletics. So definitely uh, make sure you're giving the Northern Tier League uh, a great follow, uh, no matter where uh, along uh, the internet and of course social media platforms too. Welcome back, Shane Wilber here with you, and yes, as I said, we've got uh, some basketball to talk about here in the NTL Now podcast this week. Uh, We're going to get into the District 4 matchups and such coming up here in just a little bit. But first, hey, let's pass along uh, some congratulations going out as well. Uh, the North Penn Liberty boys, the Northeast Bradford girls, the Tawanda girls, uh, and, uh, you know, all the all the likes there uh, wrapping up NTL uh, basketball titles. Uh, the Tawanda girls the other night saw some video of uh, them cutting down the nets, you know, uh, as they were uh, able to wrap up the top seed uh, via tiebreakers in the 
girls NTL showdown coming up here this week. So kudos uh, to the Lady Black Knights. Now, of course, let's quickly uh, dive into the matchups here on the girls' side for the NTL showdown this week. So Tawanda, uh, they are going to be uh, home uh, this week taking on North Penn Mansfield, the Lady Tigers, and, of course, uh, Northeast Bradford, who were the small school champs. They are going to be hosting the second seed out of the large school. That would be the Athens Lady Wildcats. So Tawanda hosting North Penn Mansfield, Northeast Bradford hosting Athens. Winners will face at Mansfield University coming up uh, later this week, Saturday night, uh, over at Mansfield University for that. Now, quick showcase uh, over to North Penn Mansfield on the girls' side. want to take a quick moment give a big congratulations going out to Joanne McNamara for the Lady Tigers. Joanne uh, racking up a 1,000 point effort in her career as she poured in 25 points the other night in the Lady Tigers regular season finale against Canton. So McNamara now becoming uh, one of the 1,000 point scorers for the Lady Tigers as uh, she would become uh, yet a, another 1,000 point scorer over there. So congratulations to Joanne McNamara from North Penn Mansfield on her 1,000th point. Now, let's transition into boys basketball, and uh, we'll get into the boys showdown here in just a moment, but while we are on the 1,000 point, uh, congratulations. You know, uh, a school that we really don't showcase a lot uh, here on the podcast, and uh, you know, it's just... The, just the way it goes sometimes, you know, and, uh, you know, we do our best to try and uh, cover as much as we can, but, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, athletes deserve their uh, just due whenever that uh, time comes, and uh, now it's time to give credit to Williamson's Colby Allen. That's right, Colby Allen the other night uh, in their uh, regular season finale against Northern Potter. Allen pours in 28 points uh, for the Williamson Warriors, and Williamson uh, gets another 1,000-point score to add to their list. So uh, congratulations going out to Colby Allen of Williamson as he notches up uh, 1,000 points in his career. So yes, Williamson Warrior proud uh, over there in Williamson uh, are the Warriors as uh, you know they get another 1,000 point score to put on their banner over there. So yes, congratulations to Colby Allen. So there you go, uh, a boy and girl 1,000 point scorer uh, this week in the Northern Tier League in Colby Allen and Joanne McNamara. So now that uh, we've thanked and congratulated the thousand point scorers let's uh, roll on now to the boys northern tier league showdown because uh, well things got crazy in the uh, NTL large school as both Athens and Troy uh, found themselves uh, cinching in towards that uh, top-seeded spot in the NTL Large School. And wouldn't you know it, the Tigers of North Penn Mansfield are the ones who muck up the waters all week long uh, as they go to Athens and Troy in back-to-back -back, uh, games last week and defeat the Wildcats on the road and the Trojans on the road and essentially putting Athens now uh, via tiebreakers and such as the top seed for the NTL Large School. So Athens this week in the show. Showdown. They are going to host Canton and, of course, on the other side, North Penn Liberty then as the top seed of the small school will host Troy, who via tiebreakers ends up being the second seed of the small school. So you've got North Penn Liberty, Troy, Athens, and Canton for the boys' matchups. And, of course, uh, the winners of those two games will meet up uh, on Saturday night at Mansfield University to determine the boys' uh, showcase uh, winners as well. So, <laughs> yeah, definitely a lot of drama going on in the NTL basketball ranks here over the uh, last week and a half. And it uh, wasn't just on the guys' side. It was on the girls' side as well. I mean, why losing? Who knew the Lady Rams uh, would have uh, an upset in the mind of them as they were able to uh, upset the Athens Lady Wildcats down the stretch? That really gave Tawanda kind of that uh, opening they needed to be able to uh, get in and via the tiebreakers uh, come out as the top seed for the NTL large school on the girls' side. So, Drama is what we want. Drama is what keeps us coming back. And we've definitely had that here in the NTL basketball ranks, like I said, over the last week and a half. But, you know, as we uh, look now at the uh, NTL showcase and such, let's uh, transfer now and head into the district ranks and uh, get a quick update on how those are playing out here uh, in this latter part of the season. Let's start with the girls' rankings in the District 4 basketball side. We'll start.
start in the Class A uh, rankings right now, and updated rankings there have Northeast Bradford right now sitting as the top seed at 19 and three. Sullivan County just behind them at 18 and four. Northumberland Christian School, Millville, Meadowbrook, Benton, and Lords Regional uh, rounding out the uh, top seven. Now they're supposed to take the top eight to districts. I don't know if eight teams are actually going to go. It looks like some teams may have opted out uh, of the District 4 playoffs, but uh, we'll see uh, once the brackets come out uh, on Sunday. All right, let's go to the AA side of things where Mount Carmel still remains as the top seed in uh, girls AA right now. Uh, NTL teams involved there. North Penn Mansfield sits as the four seed right now. Canton as the seven. So uh, Canton right now could be uh, finding themselves with a potential trip uh, to Southern Columbia coming up next week uh, once the District 4 playoffs uh, come to light. Into the AAA bracket and AAA rankings, the Tawanda Lady Black Knights right now, they sit in the 4 spot. Wellsboro right now in the 8 spot. And uh, in front of them, you've got Loyal Sock, Bloomsburg, and Warrior Run sitting 1, 2, and 3 in front of Tawanda. And then uh, Hughesville, East Uniata, Central Columbia, uh, all in front of Wellsboro uh, in the AAA side. Now over to the 4A side where the Athens Lady Wildcats right now sit second. They're 18-4. and four. The Lady Ironmen of Danville sitting uh, top-seeded right now at 19-3. and three. So that's where we are as far as the girls' rankings go here in District 4. Now, of course, let's flip the script. We'll go over to the boys' rankings where right now if the playoffs were to start today, uh, the Class A top seed would be North Penn Liberty. Uh, St. John Newman, Sullivan County, Northumberland, Bucktail, Lords Regional, and Meadowbrook Christian uh, rounding out the top seven in Class A. Now, uh, like I said, I think they might only be taking seven. It looks like uh, a couple of other teams there on the bottom have opted out uh, of the District 4 playoffs. But like I said, we'll see once the rankings come out. Now on to the uh, AA side of things. Uh, Why Lucent continues to pace the way in the AA side as they are still the top seed in the Class AA bracket, but they have had a rough go here over the last probably three weeks, but they're clinging to that top seed right now. They're 16-6, and six, just ahead of Bloomsburg and Millville uh, in the two and three spots. Now, four, five, and six are all NTL teams in AA, as Northeast Bradford, Canton, and Sayre go four, five, and six in the AA rankings. East Juniata and Line Mountain uh, right now round out. Uh, the boys' side uh, for seven and eight. On to AAA, where uh, the Troy boys right now sit as the five seed. North Penn Mansfield right now would sit as the eighth. Wellsboro, uh, excuse me, as well in there too, as they are the seven. So right now, if uh, the playoffs started this week, Troy would be uh, heading to Hughesville. Wellsboro would be off to Central Columbia, and North Penn Mansfield. Uh, would be heading to Loyal Sock uh, for a rematch of uh, their opening tournament uh, back in December. So that's where we sit in the AAA side. And now on to 4A, where Athens right now sits as the five seed. If the playoffs started today, Athens would be off to Lewisburg, who sits as the four seed. Montoursville, Danville, and Shemokin right now, your top three in 4A. So right now, I mean, we're uh, in pretty good shape here as far as Northern Tier League representation in both the girls' and guys' uh, uh, brackets. So looking forward to uh, seeing those brackets come out on Sunday and see exactly where uh, you know teams are going to shape out, where uh, teams are going to end up playing. And I know there are still some regular season games still to be played. I know the regular season schedule isn't quite complete. I think uh, the deadline is Saturday for all games uh, having to be completed uh, for the regular season uh, for them to be uh, counted towards uh, their district record. So I know that's uh, on the horizon and definitely looking forward to to uh, seeing where these brackets shape up. Now, of course, another issue we've had over the past uh, years is uh, trying to figure out, okay, where are games going to be played? Who's going to be where? You know, all these kind of just nightmarish scenarios that have kind of uh, driven not only coaches, but uh, also all of us in the media crazy as well. Hey, 
credit District 4 this year, okay? They've gotten a little proactive, kind of laid out a tentative schedule here on when uh, games and matchups will be played. So kind of pay attention here a little bit and uh, see where and uh, potentially uh, when uh, your schools will be playing, okay? So I'm just going to give you uh, how they've laid it out uh, by class uh, for next week going forward, okay? So it looks like they want to try and, weather permitting, get the action going on Tuesday night, February the 18th. So on Tuesday the 18th, they want to do Class A boys quarterfinals and Class 2A girls quarterfinals. On Wednesday the 19th, they want to do Class A girls quarterfinals and Double A boys quarterfinals. And on Thursday the 20th, they want to do the Triple A boys quarterfinals, the Quad A girls quarterfinals. And on Friday the 21st, they want to do the Triple A girls quarterfinals and the Quad A boys quarterfinals. And also that night, they want to do semifinals for Class A boys and Class Double A girls, which of course uh, would be the continuation uh, from the quarterfinals from Tuesday. So that's on the slate uh, for uh, next week. And then, of course, on Saturday, they want to do the continuation of uh, Wednesday from the next round there. They want to do the uh, Class A girls semifinal and the Class AA boys semifinal on Saturday. So that's kind of where we sit uh, as far as basketball talk goes. I mean, I've given you the rankings, kind of the tentative layout plan. Now, really, it's just a matter of uh, teams going out, doing the work, and uh, seeing where, indeed, the brackets are going to shape up and uh, where we're going to be coming up next week. Now, of course, I've got to wait for the brackets uh, to be released Sunday and then uh, I'll have more information as far as where I'm going to be uh, as far as, uh, you know, radio time goes uh, with Wiggle. Uh, I do know uh, right now, you know, kind of the plan is just kind of wait and see and uh, see where teams go. And uh, we'll try and get uh, a tentative schedule put together uh, later in the week. And uh, well, actually, I should say by the end of the weekend, just so we can have that ready to go by Monday, and then you'll know uh, when you can tune in and uh, listen to Wiggle and find out exactly uh, where we're going to be to cover. So, yes, needless to say, I've pretty much uh, already ironed out next week that uh, I'm going to be very busy because not only is it going to be basketball, but then we'll have uh, districts for wrestling as well next week. But I can't even think about districts for wrestling. Why do you ask that? Because we've still got to get through the sectional tournament coming up this weekend. Speaking of sectionals, The brackets are finally out. And I've got to tell you, I have been giddy since Monday waiting for these sectional brackets to come out. And finally, they are released. So guess what? We're going to take another quick break. When we come back, it's time to get into the sectional tournament. We'll talk about uh, all the weight classes, maybe even give you some predictions, maybe even some kids to kind of keep an eye out for as this uh, weekend gets ready to shape up. But yes, we're going to dive into the north sectional bracket coming up. So stick around. That's next after this quick timeout with Mansfield University and Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility. At Mansfield University, newly reduced tuition and housing rates make a great education even more affordable. Plus, small class sizes give you the value of a personalized education rather than being just a number at a large university. Live the sweet life in Mansfield's on-campus residence halls, rated among the best in Pennsylvania. Learn more about how an affordable education at Mansfield University can benefit you at mansfield.edu. Endless Mountain Brace Mobility in Troy is a proud supporter of our area athletes in the Northern Tier League. Parents, don't just trust anyone if the athlete in your family is injured. Let the experts at Endless Mountain's Brace Mobility be there to help make the recovery process as easy as possible. Call them today for more information on how they can help at 570-297-2993. That's 570-297-2993. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5, and closed Saturday and Sunday. That's Endless Mountain Brace Mobility in Troy. You can follow the NTL Now podcast on social media. Follow NTL Now on Facebook by searching NTL Now Podcast and on Twitter by following at NTL Now. Welcome back here on the NTL Now podcast this week. Shane Wolber still here with you. And yes, as promised, time to dive in and start talking some uh, North sectional wrestling this week. Now, of course, you know, as I said, once we hit the postseason, uh, it is uh, no longer Northern tier. It is now North section. And of course, uh, this week with the North sectional tournament, uh, we are welcoming in uh, Sullivan County 
and Jersey Shore uh, within all of our schools this week out of the north section. So that is where we are uh, coming in here to this week. So we've got all of our NTL schools plus Sullivan County, Jersey Shore to make up uh, our north section coming up this week. And uh, man, it is going to be a fun day of North Section Wrestling coming up at the Commons Building in Troy. Now, of course, don't forget, uh, coming up this weekend uh, for the tournament, first session, okay, starts at 10 o'clock. Now, of course, uh, remember, if you are coming to watch sectionals, okay, they do two different sessions. They do a morning session. They do an evening session. So after the day session is done, they're going to clear the gym. They're going to have you uh, go outside, and then uh, they're going to reopen the gym later on uh, afterwards. So if you have not yet ever been to sectionals that's the way they do it so if you're planning on coming for the day just know you're going to be uh, cleared out of the gym and then you're going to have to buy tickets again for the evening session unless of course you do the uh, all day pass as well so just uh, kind of giving you a heads up but uh, that's kind of how sectionals roll but uh, let's get into the actual uh, wrestling uh, instead of some of those uh, intangibles but I just feel like it's uh, it's a good thing to uh, kind of inform people out there who may or may not have uh, ever been to the tournament and uh, you know just kind of give them that quick reminder but all right now let's dive into the actual wrestling that will be taking place now north sectional brackets were released central uh, brackets not yet out South sectional brackets uh, released as well, but we're just going to put our focus uh, on the north, obviously, because, well, that's where all of our area teams are going to be. So let's get into the north section brackets, shall we? Uh, got these uh, released earlier today. You can find them at uh, PIAAD4.net or, of course, uh, online as well at uh, Flow Arena. Now, of course, uh, just because of the uh, ability to uh, read these quick and uh, kind of blow them up a little bit, we're going to go. Uh, with the uh, flow brackets here uh, to uh, be able to read off of and uh, looking at the 106-pound bracket, uh, this one's going to be a small one. Uh, that we're going to start right in the quarterfinals with this one and uh, bounce right to the semifinals as uh, we've only got six wrestlers in the 106-pound uh, bracket. Seth Seymour of Troy, he uh, comes in as the top seed. Roger Learn of North Penn Mansfield will actually be the number two seed uh, for this 106-pound bracket. You're going to have quarterfinal matchups uh, in this one as well, featuring third-seeded Isaac Landis, he's going to be in that one, and uh, kind of a surprise, uh, the uh, you know Setzer brothers for uh, Athens have been kind of the story uh, throughout this season, and uh, really been a big part of their team. Well, uh, apparently uh, the younger, uh, well, the lighter Setzer, I should say, I believe that's uh, Kyler, is uh, not going to be participating uh, in sectionals as he uh, was wrestled out by Jacob Courtney of the Wildcats. Now, of course, if that Courtney last name sounds familiar to you. Well, it should because, yes, indeed, it is Brian's little brother. Jacob Courtney will be wrestling at 106 pounds. He will be the fourth seed uh, from Athens. So those are, uh, you know, the top four seeds at 106 pounds. So, yes, we've got two quarterfinal bouts and then on to the semis where Seymour and Learn uh, will get the bye at 106 pounds. Now, on to 113 pounds, kind of the same scenario uh, that we had at 106. Uh, only uh, here, uh, just Gavin Bradley, the top seed from Athens, uh, will get the bye at 113 pounds. Uh, there will be three other quarterfinal matchups in this one. Uh, Bailey Ferguson of Canton, he's going to end up being uh, the second seed. Looks like Tyler Holly of Tawanda will be uh, the third seed, and Garverick from North Penn Liberty will be the fourth seed uh, at 113 pounds. Uh, Bradley, he will get uh, the Garverick Alex Boyd winner uh, when the semifinals uh, pair out uh, into that uh, round. So, yes, Gavin Bradley, your top seed at 113 pounds. 120-pound uh, bracket, well, we've got uh, eight competitors here in this bracket, so it's going to be a straight quarterfinals in the 120-pound bracket. No surprise at all as to uh, who the top seed and the 120-pound sectional is. Defending state champion Sheldon Seymour, he will be the top seed uh, at 120 pounds. Your two seed will be Hunter Manahan, 
man from Wyalusing. Looks like uh, the third seed will be uh, Liam Goodrich from Jersey Shore. Now, Goodrich, he was the 113-pound sectional champion a year ago, so uh, we'll see. You know, Maybe he's got uh, another run uh, for sectionals in him this year, but uh, we shall see. And then, of course, uh, looks like Caden Setzer uh, will be the uh, matchup uh, at uh, the four-seed uh, for the 120-pound bracket. So we'll see, uh, you know, if Chalk goes uh, for 120 pounds. Now let's go to 126, where uh, Wyalusing's Nick Woodruff will be the top seed at 126. The two seed uh, will be Andrus of Jersey Shore. The third seed will be Gontars of Williamson. And the fourth seed will be Patriot June of North Penn Liberty. Now, Woodruff will get a bye to the quarterfinals. We will have our first pigtail match uh, at uh, 126 pounds as uh, Randall of Troy, Conway of Sullivan County, will have uh, the first pigtail match of the day at sectionals. Winner of that one will take on top-seeded uh, Nick Woodruff of Wyalusing at 126. Now, also a notable here, uh, Maya Lehman of Canton is suited up at 126. She will be seated in at the seventh spot where she will take on second-seeded Andrus of Jersey Shore. Uh, at 126. 132 pounds. Uh, not really surprised how this bracket shaped up. Uh, Hayden Ward of Canton right now coming in as the top seed. Of course, Ward, such a big year this year for the Warriors. Uh, you know, he's got uh, losses on his uh, belt this year, but so many of them coming to uh, state rank kids. And just, you know, he wrestled such a tough schedule. Uh, a lot of great competition this year. So, no surprise at all to see him as the top seed at 132 pounds. Now on to the rest of the bracket here. Looks like uh, Delameter for Tawanda will come in as the two seed. Third seeded. Now this is where it gets kind of interesting. Skylar Manahan of Wyalusing in there at the third seed. And then, of course, uh, Burgess of Sayre uh, in at the fourth seed. But, uh, you know, when I was looking at this bracket earlier today and I saw Skylar Manahan of Wyalusing in as the third seed. Now, uh, Manahan has kind of wrestled uh, both. I think he's wrestled up at 38, down at 32, but uh, I don't know what it is. I've just, I've watched this kid for the last couple of years and, uh, you know, it's not going to surprise me at all. If Skyler Manahan's in the finals taking on Hayden Ward. Now, I'm not saying he's good enough to beat Ward, but uh, I'm definitely saying uh, Ward Manahan for the final could definitely uh, be something just to kind of keep your eye on. Might be one of those uh, matches you're not really uh, expecting to see, but uh, you might be glad that you saw it uh, should this one take place. But now I know they've got to wrestle, they've got to get there. But uh, trust me, if we can pencil in a Manahan Ward final at 132, I don't think we're going to be disappointed uh, at the North Sectional Tournament coming up on Saturday. All right, let's uh, now roll on to 138 pounds where uh, Colburn Nolan of Wyalusing uh, will step in as the top seed here. Now, he's going to have uh, the winner of a pigtail match uh, at 138 as uh, Benjamin of Sarah Jennings of Athens will uh, be the pigtail match there to face Nolan uh, into the quarterfinal match. Now, look at the uh, other seeds. Uh, the other top four to round it out will be Skylar Allen of Tawanda. He'll be the two seed. Looks like uh, Riley Parker of Canton will be the three seed at 138, and Troy's Jaden Renzo uh, will be the four seed at 138 pounds as well. Now, of course, Riley Parker, he wrestled up a lot of the year at 145 pounds. He's now down to 138 Will this help him? You know, I, I, I don't know. I think, uh, you know, he's got a good a chance as any. He's got a really good draw to potentially uh, find himself in the sectional final. Now, of course, Skylar Allen from Tawanda sits there as the two seed. Now, Allen and uh, Parker did not match up in that duel uh, when Canton wrestled uh, Tawanda because uh, Parker bumped up. I think Allen actually got a forfeit in that match. Parker, I believe, bumped up and uh, tech falled Vanderpool that night. But still, these two have not met up. But uh, I think if you're Riley Parker right now sitting in the third seed. You've got work to do, but uh, dropping down to 138, uh, you know, could find yourself uh, in the sectional final. You've already beaten Nolan this year from losing, so uh, interesting to see how this is going to shake out. Now, another note here, uh, you know, at 138, you know, I was wondering to see uh, in this uh, kind of weight range, 
who was going to come down, who was going to stay up. So as you see, uh, Parker and Nolan are the ones who uh, come down to 38 here uh, in this bracket. So yeah, going to be uh, some fun there at 138 pounds. Now 145, here's uh, where things get interesting. Uh, you got Sullivan County's Nate Higley. He is the top seed, of course. Higley, a two-time state qualifier, so uh, no surprise to see him as the uh, top seed here at 145. Uh, you know, this is really, and you know, not to uh, kind of uh, tout a kid or kind of just you know put a kid up uh, on a pedestal, but uh, you know, like Sheldon Seymour at 120 pounds, you know, he is the class of that bracket here at 145. Higley is uh, right there as well. I mean, Nate Higley. He is uh, as fundamentally sound as they come, and really, this is uh, his bracket to lose for sure. Now, of course, uh, you know he's got uh, Evan Johnson from Tawanda as the two seed, Carter Root as the three seed now, and of course, Gabe Packer from Jersey Shore. He's the four seed now. I believe Packer was the sectional champ last year at 138 pounds. So, I mean, there there is some competition in there, but. Nate Higley, I mean, he he really, I think, is just on another level here at 145 pounds. So, yeah, that's going to be uh, something to see uh, coming up as this tournament goes on. But, you know, seeing Carter Rood as the third seed, I am not going to be shocked at all if Carter Rood finds himself into the finals here at 145 pounds. But, uh, you know, we'll... Uh, We'll, we'll let it all shake out uh, coming up on Saturday. But, yes, he's uh, got a really nice draw there as the uh, three seed at 145. All right, let's move it on, shall we? We go to 152 pounds. I'm going to come back to this bracket coming up uh, in just a while. We're kindly uh, just kind of go through this one uh, really quick here. Uh, you've got Logan Newton uh, as the top seed. Colton Ammerman of Sullivan County, he's the two. You've got uh, Bennett from Sayre uh, as the three seed and Zach Stafirsky of Athens uh, as the four seed. So, I mean, those are your top four. You've got uh, some uh, kind of pigtail matches in here. I want to kind of save this bracket a little bit, so uh, I'm not really going to dive too much into this one here. Just wanted to kind of give you an overview. I'm going to come back to this one in just a little while. So let's move on, shall we, to 160 pounds where uh, – Packer from Jersey Shore will be the top seed as he's going to await a pigtail match uh, featuring uh, Gillen of Canton, Green of Tawanda. He'll get uh, the winner of that pigtail match there. Jacob Turner of Troy, he's going to be the two seed at 160 pounds. Cohen Lehman of North Penn Liberty is the three seed, and uh, I believe Colton Preddy from Sullivan County, he's going to be the four seed uh, in the 160-pound bracket. Now, you know, you see this bracket uh, as I see it right now. Boy, Jacob Turner of Troy. I, I wondered where indeed he was going to go once postseason came around. I mean, was he going to go 152? Was he going to bump up, maybe go 160? And now seeing the fact that, you know, he's at 160, Boy, I'll tell you what, uh, I don't know where the future goes as far as districts and regionals. But I'm telling you what, I think Jacob Turner's got as good a shot as any to win this 160-pound bracket coming up uh, on Saturday. I mean, he has put in such a phenomenal senior year. I am not going to be surprised at all if Jacob Turner finds his hand being raised as the sectional champ at 160 pounds. But, uh, you know, we'll talk about that more coming up uh, when I uh, give some predictions here in just a little while as well. All right, let's go to 170 pounds, an eight-man bracket here. Timmy Ward of Canton, he is the top seed. Kirshner of Jersey Shore as the two. Uh, Harney of Sullivan County as the three. And Will Bowen of Tawanda bumps up to 170. He will be the four seed at 170 pounds. On to 182 pounds. Top seed, okay, here's where some shuffling goes on, all right? So Canton has made a little bit of a shuffle uh, for their seedings here. Derek Atherton-Neely of Canton has actually dropped down to 182 pounds. So he is the top seed at 182 pounds. He's going to await a pigtail matchup between Peffer and Zalewski uh, to find out who his quarterfinal opponent will be. And then, of course, uh, the two, three, and four seeds at 182 pounds will be Alex West of Athens, Eddie Cole of Troy, and, of course, Zach Schaefer of Wyalusing uh, will round out the 182-pound bracket as uh, we now head to 195 pounds. Now, here's uh, where the shuffling continues, okay? 
Derek Atherton-Ely goes down. Why? Senior Garrett Storch of Canton. He's coming up to 195. He's going to wrestle 195 here for postseason. He's going to be the top seed there. You've got Clay Watkins of Tawanda. He's sitting in the uh, two seed uh, Pernicelli of Athens. He's the three seed and Sips of Williamson will be the four seed at 195 pounds uh, for the District 4 uh, North Sectional Bracket uh, coming up on Saturday. Storch getting a bye to the quarterfinals. He's got to wait uh, a pigtail matchup between Tuttle of Northeast, McKibben of Jersey Shore uh, to find out his uh, quarterfinal opponent. But uh, yeah, so you've got Storch, Watkins, Pernicelli, and Sips, your top four seeds at 195. Now, 220 pounds. Here we go. Jackson Chilson of Wyalusing. He's the top seed. He'll get a bye to the semifinals. He will uh, await the winner of Alex Perez of Tawanda and Springman of Jersey Shore. Now, the two seed for the 220 bracket is Trevor Williams. Three seed is Sadalano of Williamson. Alex Perez of Tawanda. He is the four seed. So only a seven-man bracket there at 220 pounds. And then, of course, on to 285 pounds. No surprise, Northeast Bradford's Dawson Brown, the top seed at 285 pounds. You got Keegan Braun of Athens. He is the two seed. Three seed is Malkeems of Sullivan County. And the fourth seed, Aaron Harold of uh, Tawanda, will come in as the four seed. Kind of an interesting matchup there. Uh, in the four-five matchup at 220 pounds or 285, I should say, as uh, he's going to take on uh, Chaplowski from North Penn, man, or North Penn Liberty, I should say. So, yes, definitely uh, looking forward to sectionals there. Of course, uh, quickly running down the uh, top seeds and uh, some quick matchups there in the uh, North sectional bracket. Okay, now I told you I kind of glossed over 152 there uh, momentarily just to kind of get through the rest of the brackets. And now I'm going to tell you the reason I did that is because uh, when I look at the 152-pound bracket, I wanted to uh, come back to it because, uh, you know, I look at this bracket and I think this is going to be the most fun bracket to watch coming up uh, on Saturday at the sectional tournament. Now, I don't say this because this bracket has, you know, the most star power. It doesn't have uh, the most notable names. You know, it doesn't have the Higley. It doesn't have the Seymour, whatever. This bracket, though, it has the one thing that you want in a postseason wrestling tournament, okay? It has gritty guys who want to get after it and who definitely want to see their hand raised uh, as a sectional champion, okay? Now, here is the reason why I say that, okay? Logan Newton at 152, he is the top seed. Now, he's the defending sectional champion from a year ago uh, when he won the sectional tournament at 132 pounds, but... Behind him, you've got guys who are really hungry for a sectional title, okay? You've got Colton Ammerman of Sullivan County. He has been knocking on the door for the last couple of years. Uh, last year, found himself in the semifinals. He got knocked out by Bailey Kohick, you know. Ammerman looking to put a punctuation on his senior year. Now, here's where it gets interesting, okay? It's the third seed in there, Jacob Bennett of Sare. Now, Ammerman and Bennett, obviously two and three. Should they win their quarterfinal matchups, they're going to go to the semifinals. Now, here's where it's going to get interesting, okay? So, Bennett and Ammerman have wrestled. Bennett Newton have wrestled uh, this season. I don't think Ammerman and Newton have wrestled. So, Bennett owns a major decision win over Colton Ammerman. Newton has uh, pinned Bennett. So, you know, it, uh, it just it makes it kind of have, you know, just that little inty bitty bit of drama there, and I love it, and of course, you know, you throw in uh, Zach Stafirsky of Athens, he's in there, Brennan Taylor of Canton, uh, you know, he's in there in the 152-pound bracket as well, so, uh, you know, it's just, this one, is, it's going to be a lot of fun, you know, I mean, Taylor for a freshman, uh, he's taking his lumps, but, you know, I mean, he can definitely make things uh, a little interesting, but I, I just, I look at those top three seasons with Newton, Ammerman, and Bennett, and I'm just, I'm, I'm excited. I think a Bennett-Ammerman semifinal, I mean, Ammerman looking for some retribution, that could be definitely a lot of fun. I mean, if Bennett beats Ammerman for a second time, Bennett somehow gets into the finals with an opportunity for retribution against Newton. Oh, man, I just, I, I just feel like, you know, you can take a coin with any three of those guys, and uh, I don't think anybody's going to be surprised if uh, one of those three come out as the sectional champ. Now, I, I, I would love to sit here and say, 
I could put my money on one of them. I can't do it. I honestly don't. I mean, it's just it's very close to call here. I mean, I if I had to give the slightest of edge, I would probably give just the slightest of edge to Logan Newton only because, you know, he's been through the grind. He's been through the wars, you know, being in that Wailusing uh, wrestling room. So, I mean, he's definitely got a small edge there, but I definitely think this 152-pound bracket, uh, for my money, is going to be uh, the most fun to watch coming up uh, on Saturday over at the uh, North Sectional Tournament. Now, of course, you know, right behind that, though, I still, I still look at this 138-pound bracket and the 145-pound brackets, and I still think, you know, these middleweights, we could definitely see uh, a lot of fun. Uh, coming up. I mean, like I said, you've got uh, Nolan of Wyalusing as the top seed, Parker, Allen in there as well, Jaden Renzo, who's a much improved sophomore. I mean, we could be seeing uh, a lot of fun. I think the most competitive matches, probably what we're going to see, is uh, going to be here through uh, these middleweights. So 38, 45, 52, I think is uh, where you're going to see uh, a lot of the fun coming up on Saturday. Now, heavyweight, uh, I'm interested to see as well. Now, Dawson Brown, he's going to be, uh, you know, heads and tails above. What I want to see out of this uh, heavyweight division uh, coming up with the 285ers on Saturday is uh, does Keegan Brond go to another level? Can Brond get to the finals and push Dawson Brown? That's what I want to see because how Brond fares out on Saturday could determine indeed how his postseason can fare. Because if you give Dawson Brown a good push at sectionals, that can give you so much confidence to spring you into districts, into regionals, and maybe even find yourself uh, potentially uh, heading to Hershey. Now, of course, that's a long way off. But I'm telling you, this is the stepping stone uh, for a potential big, uh, big run here in the postseason. Now, I'll give you an example of where this comes from, okay? So for probably uh, two years, I watched Caden Winters from Athens just knock on the door. And I mean, he was just, he was so talented. And he was in with that group with like Brian Courtney, Canavino and all them. And it just seemed like, you know, he was kind of just like that other guy. And then all of a sudden, his senior year, he puts on a show against Josh Haley at uh, sectionals. And that just springboarded him. He went on a run that took him right to the state tournament. Winners, you know, I think he got to the semifinals that year at States before finally getting beat by Ed Ruth. But I'm telling you, he used that momentum out of sectionals, and he just absolutely took off on a postseason run. So, you know, if you sit there and say, oh, well, you know, sectionals, you know, it's just kind of, you know, that first tournament. No, this right here is like a springboard for you if you do it right. And I'm telling you, while, yes, 285, you know, it's got, uh, you know, Dawson Brown, and obviously, you know, he's going to be a heavy favorite coming into this one. He should be, you know, he's the guy with the most experience here, but I'm telling you, Keegan Braun, keep your eye on him. If he's able to get to the finals on Saturday against Dawson Brown and push Dawson Brown, even in defeat, if it's close, can still give him a lot of confidence going into districts, and I'm telling you, 285 is always that one-weight class at districts where you just never know what's going to happen. All it takes is one faulty move, and uh, you know the whole bracket can uh, go on its side. But, yeah, for the most part, I'm telling you, this is going to be uh, quite the uh, fun North Sectional Tournament coming up. Now, of course, you know, you're going to see, uh, you know, some matches where, you know, guys are just heads and shoulders above everybody. And, you know, that's definitely what we're going to see at uh, 120 and 145. You know, I mean, you know, Sheldon Seymour is a defending state champ. He's just he's just a technical master. Nate Higley of Sullivan County. He has got a big chip on his shoulder after last year. So, I mean, you've got a couple of guys there that are going to make things uh, pretty interesting uh, in their brackets and then of course you know you've got uh, Timmy Ward at 170 interested to see you know how uh, you know he handles coming back into the postseason and uh, see you know where his mind and focus is you know we talked to him in the early part of the year you know he wants to be a sectional champ he wants to uh, you know place at districts he wants to make it through regionals he's got the uh, gumption he wants to get to states well here comes that first step. So you got to get through sectionals uh, for uh, that to happen. And then, of course, you know, Garrett Storch, 
bumping up to 195 for the postseason. Derek Atherton-Ely coming down. Those two, uh, you know, I think Storch is definitely, you know, more prepared for that as, you know, he's been bumping up as this season has gone on. And then, of course, you know, like I said, the 152-pound bracket, Oh my gosh, that is just going to be a load of fun, and uh, I'm excited to see who makes it into the finals. But like I said, if I get a Bennett Ammerman semifinal uh, on Saturday, sign me up when Ammerman's looking for retribution and Bennett trying to see if he can punch his ticket uh, to the finals. All right, now. I don't normally like to do this because, you know, I'm, uh, I'm going to be calling uh, these matches and such uh, coming up on Saturday night. But, you know, it, it is the podcast, so you know what? If you're going to hold uh, my feet to the fire on this, uh, I can go through here just quickly and, uh, you know, I can uh, make my uh, predictions on sectional champions here coming up uh, on Saturday. So 106 pounds, yeah. I'm going to stick uh, with the top seed. I think Seth Seymour is primed to win uh, his first sectional title coming up on Saturday at 132 or 113 pounds. Gavin Bradley of Athens, he, uh, you know, I think he's the class of the field. I think Bradley will win uh, the 113-pound bracket. 120 pounds, Sheldon Seymour, uh, you know, barring any kind of uh, interesting intrigue or upset, I think Seymour uh, gladly wins this one uh, going away. 126, of course. Now, I, you know, I don't know how quickly I'm going to jump on 126. Now, I, I, I could jump on this and say, hey, you know, I'm just going to go chalk and go uh, with Woodruff. But, I mean, you know, you've got uh, some interesting uh, matchups in here that uh, could shuffle this uh, entire bracket. Now, the one thing I, I, I hate doing because I haven't really seen Andrus of Jersey Shore. So I don't really know how this all pans out. Now, another thing that's got me, I don't want to be, you know, that guy who's, you know, going to put on like his fanhood hat. But let's be real. If Maya Lehman gets to the finals on Saturday, that gym is going to go absolutely bonkers uh, for her. And to think that she can't make the finals, don't do it. Do not do it and think she can't make the finals because she wrestled tough for that Warrior team down the stretch. So, I, you know what? I, I think I would give the edge to Woodruff only because, you know, he, he's been here before. But I'm telling you, it's going to be, uh, you know, some battles coming up here on Saturday in the 126 bracket. 132, I think, you know, barring... Uh, any kind of upsets or whatever. I think Hayden Ward, this is uh, his bracket to lose. I think he's been battle-tested as a freshman. He's not going to uh, flinch uh, anywhere there at uh, 132 pounds. All right, 138 pounds. I'm going to give the edge to Riley Parker, and I'm only going to give the edge to Parker because he's already got a victory over Nolan uh, from Wyalusing. So I think if Parker comes in focused and he's ready to go, I think Riley Parker of Canton can win the 138-pound bracket. But uh, I'm sure if uh, Nolan's the one facing Parker, yeah, he's going to be looking for some redemption. But I'm going to give the edge to Parker only because he's already got the victory over Nolan here early in the season. All right, let's go to one. 145 again same scenario as I said with Sheldon Seymour earlier barring any kind of uh, you know freak uh, upset or something like that uh, Nate Higley is going to run away with 145 he's just uh, heads and shoulders above uh, the class here uh, in this bracket and I mean he is uh, he's refocused he's a little heavier this year you know and uh, all he needs to do is just keep getting stronger and uh, you know it's it's going to be uh, interesting to see you know how he's ready to go here this postseason after he kind of ended last year uh, with that sour taste in his mouth so yeah let's uh We'll see how Higley's ready to go here on Saturday. All right, let's bounce to 152. Uh, I'm going to give the edge to Logan Newton. I think the top-seeded uh, Logan Newton of Wyalusing, I'm not saying... You know, this one is etched in stone. Don't no, I'm I'm saying this with the slightest grain of salt. Like I said, this is my favorite bracket going into Saturday. I'm going to give Logan Newton the edge. He's the top seed. He's been through the battles. You know, he's a sectional champ already from last year. He was a regional qualifier last year. I think Logan Newton uh, at 152, he's going to be my favorite going into it. But if he doesn't end up being the sectional champ with that bracket, with Amberman and Bennett locked in there as well, I'm not going to be surprised, but uh, we'll see how it all shakes out. All right, let's go to 160 pounds now. And, of course, uh, Packer as the top seed. You know, he, he's the top seed. I, I'm going to go just on the, on the eye test this year. 
And I'm going to go, I'm going to give Jacob Turner my uh, push of approval here as the two seed. Nothing against Packer of Jersey Shore. I'm sure, you know, he's had battles as well. I haven't seen him. I've seen Turner. I'm going to go with the eye test. I'm going to give Jacob Turner the edge at 160 pounds, you know, and I'm I'm not going to lie. I hang it on that district dual match when he only lost to Isaac Corey 6-4. That was a big turn of events uh, for me and thinking uh, how Jacob Turner was going to uh, approach this postseason. I think he's finally ready to make that push here in his senior year, and I think uh, Jacob Turner is going to get his hand raised as a sectional champion coming up on Saturday. All right, let's go to 170 pounds. Timmy Ward of Canton. Hey, it's a redemption season here for uh, Ward. I think, uh, you know, Ward's going to find himself in the finals for sure. Uh, Kirshner of Jersey Shore, uh, you know, as the two seed. You know, that's probably more than likely going to happen. This bracket looks like it's got the uh, makings of uh, potential chalk all the way through. So uh, Ward, you know, I'll give the edge to him. I think Timmy Ward, uh, you know, has had a a great junior season here. I think he's ready to, uh, you know, put that laser focus in. Redemption is on his side. He's ready to make that big postseason run. 182 pounds. Let's go to that bracket. Derek Atherton-Neely of Canton. I think he is, uh, you know, the class of this bracket as well. I mean, he's faced everybody in here. uh, Well, many of the top seeds, I should say. Uh, in here. He's dropping down. After Tanili, though, I think uh, aggressiveness wise, I think just technique wise, uh, he should uh, come out as the 182 pound champion uh, coming up uh, on Saturday. Now, of course, let's go to 195. Garrett Storch of Canton again. I think Storch, uh, just, you know, via experience, uh, motivation, motor, I think, uh, you know, Storch will come away with the 195 pound title. Now, who he's going to face? That one, I think, is going to be, you know, more of the uh, turn of events here for me because uh, Watkins and Pernicelli, a potential semifinal matchup on the bottom side, uh, could get uh, quite interesting. But regardless, you know, I think, uh, you know, Storch will come away as your 195-pound champion coming up on Saturday. Now let's go to the 220-pound bracket. Jackson Chilson uh, of Wyalusing, Trevor Williams of Canton. Uh, let's see here. Else you've got uh, Sadalano and uh, Perez. I, I think, uh, you know, you could see a Chilson-Williams matchup here. Now Jackson Chilson, I don't really know how to make of this. I'd like to say the top seed uh, will come away here, but the thing is, you know, and it's him and Trevor Williams alike. The top two seeds in this bracket have me thinking, you know what? When they've been good, they've been really good. And when they've looked flat, they could look really flat as well. So, you know, by just sheer top seed, I will go chalk with Jackson Chilson. But if you thought my grain of salt was thin for 152, it's even thinner here at 220 pounds because honestly, this one could be as wide open as uh, the two or as the 152 pound bracket. So, you know, we'll uh, we'll wait and see on this one as well. But don't be surprised if uh, some fireworks start creeping up uh, here at 220 pounds. All right, now 285 pounds. Dawson Brown, for me, I think is just the class of this bracket. You know, I think when we talk about uh, Seymour, we talk about Higley being the class of a bracket, Bradley being the class of a bracket at 113 pounds, right here at 285, same scenario. Dawson Brown, he's been a state qualifier. He's been there. He's been through the grind. He just knows what to do. Like I said, Brown, I believe, is going to come out here with the sectional championship. I just, I want to see if Keegan Braun, after coming back from that injury, he's had a great senior year for Athens. I want to see if Braun can have this be used as a springboard for him uh, going into this postseason. So, yes, uh, a lot of scenarios here to play out as we are uh, heading into uh, this sectional tournament coming up on Saturday. Okay, so you've got my predictions. You've got a little analysis raked in. I'm telling you, it is uh, it is that time of the year. It is time for Hershey's time to start, okay? The road to Hershey is now on. I'm excited. I'm ready to go. And yes, my voice may have just went up a couple of octaves just thinking about the fact that, you know, it is uh, right around the corner. So definitely uh, ready to go for that and uh, looking forward to uh, seeing a lot of friendly faces over at the North Sectional Tournament coming up in Troy on Saturday. So yes, we'll have that coming up for you. And of course, don't 
forget, championship finals coverage, okay? I'm going to have that for you coming up on Wiggle 100 on Saturday night. 5.30 is when I will start uh, the coverage of the evening. 6 o'clock, though, is when wrestling is expected to start uh, for the evening session for the championship and consolation finals. So that's what we have going on uh, coming up on Saturday. And, of course, remember, fans, don't forget, evening session, daytime session, they will clear the gym between the day and evening session, so uh, you'll have to do two different tickets. So just giving you the heads up there, all right? Okay, so... Now that I've done the analysis, now that I've gone through all that, I think it is time to finally give my voice a rest because, uh, yeah, I've got uh, some sectionals to call on Saturday and uh, I don't want a raspy voice for that. So want to thank everybody this week for uh, tuning in right here on the NTL Now podcast. Don't forget, District 4 basketball brackets, they'll be released coming up on Sunday, so we'll find out where our NTL uh, basketball teams are going to be playing next week. Uh, keep following the NTL Now podcast page or, of course, uh, you know, follow me uh, on Twitter as well, at WiggleShane. I'll keep you posted on exactly where indeed I'm going to be uh, as far as uh, basketball games coming up next week but the only thing I know for sure right now I will be at the Commons building for North Sectional Wrestling Finals coming up on Saturday night alright so on behalf of uh, all of us here at the NTL Now podcast want to thank everybody for tuning in for yet another great week have yourselves a good weekend I'll be back next week and uh, hopefully we'll get Joe Carry on back in the fold as well with district playoffs on the horizon too so have yourselves a great weekend on the horizon we'll talk to you next week and thanks for tuning in to the ntl now podcast an exclusive production of circle w sports mansfield university and endless mountains brace and mobility thanks for listening to ntl now your northern tier league sports podcast keep following the northern tier league on facebook and twitter for more updates on the northern tier league Audio from the NTL Now podcast may not be used without prior consent. Thank you for listening to the Northern Tier League Now podcast, an exclusive production of Circle W Sports, Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility, and Mansfield University.